It seemed like she was going senile. "'I want to see Mrs. Grubach,' said Kay, making a movement as if tearing himself away from the two men, even though they were standing well away from him, and wanted to go. "'No,' said the man at the window, who threw his book down on a coffee table and stood up. "'You can't go away when you're under arrest.' "'That's how it seems,' said Kay. "'And why am I under arrest?' he then asked. "'That's something we're not allowed to tell you. "'Go into your room and wait there. "'Proceedings are underway, and you'll learn about everything all in good time. "'It's not really part of my job to be friendly towards you like this, "'but I hope no one, apart from France, will hear about it. "'And he's been more friendly towards you than he should have been under the rules himself.' If you carry on having as much good luck as you have been with your arresting officers, then you can reckon on things going well with you. Kay wanted to sit down, but then he saw that, apart from the chair by the window, there was nowhere, anywhere in the room where he could sit. You'll get the chance to see for yourself how true all this is, said Franz, and both men then walked up to Kay. They were significantly bigger than him especially the second man, who frequently slapped him on the shoulder. The two of them felt Kay's nightshirt, and said he would now have to wear one that was of much lower quality, but that they would keep the nightshirt along with his other underclothes and return them to him if his case turned out well. "'It's better for you if you give us the things than if you leave them in the storeroom,' they said. "'Things have a tendency to go missing in the storeroom.' and after a certain amount of time they sell things off, whether the case involved has come to an end or not, and cases like this can last a long time, especially the ones that have been coming up lately. They'd give you the money they got for them, but it wouldn't be very much, as it's not what they're offered for them when they sell them the counts, it's how much they get slipped on the side, and things like that lose their value anyway when they get passed on from hand to hand, year after year. Kay paid hardly any attention to what they were saying. He did not place much value on what he may have still possessed or on who decided what happened to them. It was much more important to him to get a clear understanding of his position. But he could not think clearly while these people were here. The second policeman's belly, and they could only be policemen, looked friendly enough, sticking out towards him. But when Kay looked up and saw his dry, bony face, it did not seem to fit with the body. His strong nose twisted to one side as if ignoring Kay and sharing an understanding with the other policemen. What sort of people were these? What were they talking about? What office did they belong to? Kay was living in a free country, after all. Everywhere was at peace. All laws were decent and were upheld. Who was it who dared accost him in his own home? He was always inclined to take life as lightly as he could, to cross bridges when he came to them, pay no heed for the future, even when everything seemed under threat. But here, that did not seem the right thing to do. He could have taken it all as a joke, a big joke set up by his colleagues at the bank for some unknown reason, or also perhaps because today was his thirtieth birthday. It was all possible, of course. Maybe all he had to do was laugh in the policeman's face in some way, and they would laugh with him. Maybe they were tradesmen from the corner of the street. They looked like they might be. 
but he was nonetheless determined, ever since he first caught sight of the one called Franz, not to lose any slight advantage he might have had over these people. There was a very slight risk that people would later say he couldn't understand a joke, but, although he wasn't normally in the habit of learning from experience, he might also have had a few unimportant occasions in mind when, unlike his more cautious friends, he had acted with no thought at all for what might follow, and had been made to suffer for it. He didn't want that to happen again, not this time at least. If they were play-acting, he would act along with them. He still had time. "'Allow me,' he said, and hurried between the two policemen through into his room. "'He seems sensible enough,' he heard them say behind him. Once in his room, he quickly pulled open the drawer of his writing desk. Everything in it was very tidy, but in his agitation he was...